0: what is up everybody it is your girl chelsea fitzpatrick back at it again with another episode of cnn aka chelsea news network it is saturday january 16th 2021 so happy new year everybody the last time we talked was december 31st 2020 so happy new year it is also the day that the greatest sorority in the world that is Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated was founded so happy founders day to all of my sorors and speaking of zeta on this episode i have my sister with me so i'm going to give her a minute to introduce herself and then we're going to get started
1: oh goodness i'm so bad at introducing myself but hello everyone my name is jada Um, I am a recent college grad. I'm a member of Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated. The greatest sorority, the finest sorority in the entire world. And that's on Arizona (laughs) Period. And that's on that. Happy Founders Day to all of my beautiful, lovely sorors. 101 years. 101 years. It feels great. Period.
0: (laughs) Yeah, just so everybody knows, it's still our centennial. I hey, is she talking about because you yeah. know miss rona tried to ruin last year but this is just centennial part two so <laughs> part two part two because the greatest
1: things never end
0: period <laughs> um so we are gonna get started the um title of this episode is called finer resolution you know Obviously, <laughs> obviously. Um, but really, this episode is just going to be talking about what are our goals for 2021? What do we envision the new year going for us? What is some of the stuff that is happening right now in 2021? Um, yeah. <laughs> That's really all I can say about that. Um, by the time this Whoa, episode drops, by the time this episode drops, y'all will have heard the special episode that I did with Ariana Cousins. You know, talking about the actual that whole episode is dedicated to what happened at the Capitol. So if you haven't caught that episode yet, go ahead after this one and catch that. Um, but yeah, we're gonna do some brief detail on it because you know my sisters all into the politics and stuff vote for Cunningham 2020 2030 whatever <laughs> the freaking year she be running for president is y'all know oh what the heck i God. mean
1: i don't think i would ever ever in my life run for president
0: that sounds like quite possibly the worst job
1: girl ever
0: of thought, this country? Honestly, you're right. Of this country? Honestly, you're right. Cause I don't know, man. Girl. Obama had black hair in 2008. By the time dude got the 2016... He salt and pepper. Salt and pepper sure. dang near gray crow's <laughs> He said, this is salt
1: pepper.
0: That's just... That's so sad. It is. It's bad. That is so sad. But yeah, that's pretty much what this episode is going to be about. Just talking about where we see this new year going for us. 2020 was a year it was a year that's uh, a year moment of silence for that year <laughs> honestly moment of silence R.I.P. and we back <laughs> so um we laid to rest in one word how would you describe your 2020 mm. long I felt that at
1: yeah <laughs> It was like it just felt like 10 years in one. Yeah. It's, yeah, it was a lot. Like so much happened literally from January it came out swinging. Like
0: yeah, <laughs> from January. Yeah. It was
1: it was it was crazy. I mean, just all kinds of like in every personally like Kobe Bryant died in January. That feels like years Our ago. Great, right? That feels like years ago. It was last year. Like that was a year ago it's crazy so yeah i would say long it was like 10 years in one
0: (laughs) if i had to describe 2020 in one word roller coaster because some moments i was happy some moments i was sad moments i was angry moments i was leaping for joy other moments i was in the corner of my room rocking in the fetal position (laughs) Like, That's right. it's just like 2020 is just like it's going to go down in the history books. And being somebody that wants to teach history, <laughs> my students are going to read that chapter on their own. Like, don't ask me nothing about it because we're not <laughs> we're skipping that chapter. Y'all read it on y'all own. DBQs. I feel so bad for AP U.S. history students.
1: But, like, at least they get interesting ones.
0: All right. We Ours were, like, whitewashed Civil War facts and stuff. Girl, like, if, if, girl <laughs> if our government have anything to do with it, McGraw-Hill was going to have... <laughs> McGraw <laughs> well, Hill's gonna have, have get a a your, hard your own time. textbook.
1: Maybe I'll write a textbook. I don't want to be president. I'll write a textbook.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is from my girl. If you wrote a textbook, it would my just students, be my journal. My <laughs> students would hear about it all the time. Be like, this is from a sore this, this is from a zeta. It's okay, we a, write textbooks over here. Period. It's just a journal, girl. A, literally, <laughs> like, just get everybody's journals and diaries from twenty twenty and just mash it all into one textbook. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, 2020 was like a very... I'm not going to say that there wasn't moments of greatness in 2020. Nice. I got to join the best sorority in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, we are the best, the finest, the greatest. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Whatever. Um, <laughs> um, You know, I got to, you know, gain seven other sisters. I started my junior year of college. I got to do so much activist activism work, like... That was a blessing in itself. I hate the reason why I was able to be open to those opportunities. I hate what had to happen for me to be open to those opportunities. But, you know, I got to do so much work in my community because of that. Um, So, I'm not going to say 2020 was all the way tumultuous. 95% of it was just like, (laughs) y'all could have kept this. Like, I really just think sometimes we said December 31st, 2019 at 11:59:59. Happy New Year for this crap. (laughs) Like... Was like twenty twenty vision. This is my year, like new decade. And I said, "Wow, God, this so this is what you had written up." You said, "Bet you thought literally." Like I flipped the script real quick. (laughs) You said, "Ah, "I (laughs) thought literally." Kobe passed, and then it just like no, literally before Kobe passed, we were three days into the freaking new year, and we almost had a whole World War Three. Oh
1: yeah, I forgot that was (laughs) twenty.
0: And then I was like ten
1: impeachable offences ago.
0: And then twenty twenty one was like, Oh, if you thought that was bad, <laughs> January sixth, all the white all the whites was just like, Let's storm the Capitol. I feel like they just I feel like white supremacists nationwide have like this big group me. They have twenty twenty two. It was like, what are you guys doing today? You wanna storm the Capitol? Yeah. The scary
1: <laughs> thing is that's like that's like what was happening. Like on parlor and stuff and all these like scary back channels. Like they was really, really planning that stuff. Like they, they came in there to assassinate Mike Pence and Nancy Pelosi. Like that, the, the next two
0: in the line of secession. like that's what they came to do. Here's my thing with that. I was, I was upset at first because it was just like remembering all the stuff that, that happened with black lives matter protests and demonstrations over the summer of last year. Like how, niggas was really like having to wipe mm-hmm. tear gas and stuff out of their eyes like you saw black people black men and women black trans women black trans men like dying at like a significant rate at the hands of police and then these people literally commit treason which like i said in a town hall that i spoke in the other day that had this been like in earlier like the 1700s or 1800s doing that is pun is a punishable offense by death it still technically is. Right. According to federal so, law. So I'm confused on how these people literally, like, do sitting at Nancy Pelosi desk, like, feet up, like, this is just his crib. Yeah. And don't nothing happen. At first, I was angry. And then I thought about it and I said, This ain't got nothing to do. I'm going to mind my <laughs> black business. This ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm going to get on Twitter and laugh this
1: white at these business. black
0: people. Black, side note, black people have. To be the funniest people I've ever <laughs> met in my entire 21 years of living. Black people don't take nothing seriously. And I love that. Like, thank you. Like, Twitter had me in shambles. In tears. Like, just like black. And here's the thing. I don't want people to think that, like, we just don't care about our country because we do. We, we, we built this country. So how are we not mm-hmm. going to care about it? The thing is, I don't I have a hard time feeling bad for law enforcement because y'all allow this crap. Yeah. It's like a parent with a child that's just dang near a demon seed, and you don't <laughs> never discipline your child. So then when they turn around and start disrespecting you, what do you expect to happen? Yeah. When you when there's no discipline in the home. So that's how I feel about this. Like you ain't never disciplined white supremacists for all the stuff that they've done. So when they turn around and start disrespecting you, you expect us to feel bad? Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, that was it for me. Like, I had um, <laughs> responded to some random girl's tweet that I probably shouldn't have responded
0: to. I love trauma <laughs> people on Twitter. <laughs> but,
1: like, she had... First of all, in her bio was, like, counterterrorism. And then, like, she really fixed her her fingers to type the words, say her name... It- talking about sis who got shot like and i really had to lose it because i'm like this should've. is this is my thing is this not the the terrorism that you're trying to counter what are we what are we doing here and and also we're not going to co-opt the movement for people like Breonna Taylor for absolutely. people like Sandra Bland who who went through and their families went through unthinkable unimaginable trauma for no reason unjustly so absolutely unarmed women dying at the hands of police it's not okay and you can't co-op that and then turn that around and and apply that to a white woman committing a federal crime federal and they i keep i keep seeing like oh unarmed she was unarmed like maybe she was unarmed i was under the understanding that she wasn't but like the people around her weren't The people, who's to say she couldn't have grabbed the gun from the guy next to her? Like, they could see multiple weapons. And it's like, you're not, it's not, it's not not the same thing. Look,
0: I don't, I don't revel in anybody's death. No, never. Never. I will never never wish it upon anybody. Even Donald Trump, as much as I hate his freaking guts. Like, I'm never going to revel in his, in his death. But. Let me take a page from y'all's book. You play stupid games. You win stupid prizes. Didn't nobody tell you to bring your white behind? They said, get down.
1: I have a gun. Literally.
0: He said, I'm going to shoot you. Nobody (laughs) told you to bring yourself across state lines because you didn't live in D.C. (laughs) Nobody told you to bring yourself across state lines to protest keeping your president in office. That's a whole other story for another day. (laughs) But nobody told you to cross state lines to protest. And then after law enforcement tells you we will use lethal force on you, you still want to act the plum fool.
1: Climbing through the windows. That was the last barrier between basically her, that group and like the Senate floor or the house floor. I don't remember which side they were on. But like it was literally like the last barricade mm-hmm. and they're and they're like, Oh, say her name. Like but respectfully, shut up. <laughs> respectfully <laughs> I'm not saying nothing. And then Going off of kind of what you were saying before about uh like feeling bad for law enforcement, like fu- there needs to be a full blown investigation because not only were these law lo- like these law enforcement officers were aiding and abetting. It's not even like they were just standing there not allowing anything. Opening like, gates, opening gates, taking, taking selfies. Like we have got to examine this because all of that is present within our law enforcement. Absolutely. Those people cannot protect us. And to that same accord, they can't protect the black people on the force. There was a BuzzFeed story, I think it was, of these two black Capitol Police officers that said they had no protection the entire time. They were woefully underprepared. They called for backup. They couldn't get it. They were yelled at with racial slurs. They, I mean, they thought they were going to lose their lives, too. And it's like, it it goes both ways. That's why I also don't feel bad for black cops, because I'm like, the system will flip right back around on you, baby. But... But I think that that's a valuable perspective to be mm-hmm. had. Like these people, who were literally just coming to work that day, you know, mm-hmm. trying to do their jobs. Most of, well, mm-hmm. some of whom, some of them, right. some of them. I'm talking specifically about these two officers, right? And the one officer who helped save the Senate. I'm. Those are the specific people that I'm talking about. Shout They're all black. Y'all. The rest of all all black. Interesting. Yeah, the rest of y'all, we don't, we don't need you. Defund the police. But <laughs> period. But yeah, I don't know. So. It's just... I mean, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. White supremacy is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like, these... These are black officers that work for a white supremacist institution. And it's Honestly. not shocking that those th- those forces worked against them. So,
0: I mean, I don't... Like I said, I don't revel in anybody's misfortune. But... That's what you signed up for, baby. I'm sorry. You signed up for that. Like, that's... It is what it is. And so... We're going to move on from that. Um, 2021. What is your one word that you hope 2021 will be? Um,
1: off the top of my head, I guess I would say new. Mm-hmm. Because I want... This, you always say one word and then I explain the one word. It's okay. So it's more than I was gonna word. do that. I was gonna do that too. So it's okay. <laughs> but, but I would say new because I just want like new experiences, mm-hmm. new people. I'm moving obviously again. Again.
0: <laughs> Going she to She just school. left us for like <laughs> 10
1: months and now she's leaving again. Yes, moving again. But um, yeah, a new state, new mm-hmm. experiences, new people and hopefully like covid will start to relax by the time i get out there and we'll start getting more people vaccinated Mm -hmm. and stuff like that yeah so we can start to ease up on some of that stuff but
0: yeah that's That's actually something else we're going to be talking about in this episode is vaccinations period Period. (laughs) um my word would be better um for those who listen to the the december 31st episode that i did um y'all know that 2019 2020 was not an easy couple years for me. Like, 2019 and 2020 just, like, tested me in ways that I did not think I could be tested. But I came out on top, and that's on Lil' Um. So I'm just hoping that 2021 is just better than what the last two years have been for me. Um. I'm, you know, going into it with a very open and positive mindset. You know, I start senior year this semester. Um. You know, I'll be... Applying to grad schools, uh, Howard University administration, if you're listening to this, <laughs> keep me in mind, you know, um, be on the lookout, period. Um, I'm hoping once IEPY gets the money, even though they claim they don't have it, once they get the money to get students these vaccinations, I'm hoping to get one soon. Um, just because I feel like the quicker everybody gets these vaccines, the quicker outside can open back up because look. Mm-hmm. I refuse to let my senior year be like my junior year. Period. <laughs> I want to travel again. And to you know what? Actually, I'm not going to say nothing about that because some of y'all be getting butt hurt. <laughs> I'm going I'm to keep that comment to myself. <laughs> but I want to travel again. Like, I want to be able to do stuff again. Like, I feel like yeah. as far as me and, and Jada and the rest of our LSs, we really didn't get to enjoy. Being like fresh out neos, like we didn't get to enjoy it. So like, actually, that was so sad. Literally, (laughs) it was so
1: sad. Like, probate got taken.
0: Probate got taken. Like, really didn't get to (laughs) enjoy being ready for it, girl. yes yeah, girl, girl. That's all I gotta say. (laughs) Like, we really didn't get to enjoy nothing. Like. We would have came out and then came back to school like baby when I tell you my first day out, I was mm-hmm. about to be cute, period. And then Miss Ronald was like, Yeah, nigga, that's not gonna happen. So sorry. Mm-hmm. Next time. Next time. Instagram post. Instagram post. Yeah. Um either way, I'm thankful. I'm A thankful. Time. Girl I'm trying. <laughs> no comment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm just hoping that twenty twenty one is better than 2020 was and honestly I say that but like at this point I'm just like Lord whatever is in your will is in your will because I said that about 2020 and then
1: (laughs) stuff was popping off
0: just popping off the sixth day of the year it was just like yeah this is how we coming yeah so
1: but uh, it's been underscored by some great joys we have a senate um, majority we have a senate majority now yes I I love love it see it I love it Bless all the people. Bless all the people in Georgia. Not I was down there helping, but not like not myself. I'm talking about Mm -hmm. the people who have been there for decades. Stacey Abrams, Latasha Brown, all of the NSA OFA, like all of those people who have been organizing there against people's like wishes for a decade or more. And this is their this is their victory in the this words is the people of, of Chris Georgia. Jenner. Know them.
0: You did amazing. sweetie. <laughs> you did amazing. <laughs> you did amazing. You y'all, Georgia, y'all did that twice, twice presidential and runoff. well three times really. Three <laughs> times that's two races. Y'all did amazing. <laughs> three times. Y'all did amazing. You did amazing, <laughs> sweetie. Thank you. Thank you, Because, Child. So, run that two thousand. Yeah. We broke out here. No, nah, no. Nah, it's
1: coming. <laughs> Listen, because <laughs> we, we broke I'll out I will be here. the first one at the White House protest. like Joe Biden's in there, if they're not if signing he, off on them checks. That's
0: that's a thing. I, I actually got into a Twitter argument with somebody. Everybody knows. For people that know me know, I love to get in arguments <laughs> on Twitter. I live for it. I live for it. Because I try not to verbally argue with people anymore that's one of the things i'm back on it now that i'm unemployed because i couldn't be fighting people on twitter i'm about to be as you should (laughs) as you should i can't i don't verbally argue with people anymore because it's one of the things i worked on in anger management so i don't do that anymore (laughs) but twitter is a different uh, twitter is a different story twitter is a different story and i literally got into an argument with and the unfortunate part is he was black he was black. He was like, y'all really only voted for Joe Biden and Kamala to get Trump out of office. Okay. <laughs> what? The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, and then he's, and it worked, didn't it? Literally. <laughs> literally. He was like, Joe Biden's not going to do nothing for y'all. Y'all over here praising him. I said, first of all, correction. Nobody is praising him, cause best believe, once he gets in the office, I'm still gonna be talking my same amount of mess mm-hmm. and adding him in every tweet that mm-hmm. I make. It's about accountability, absolutely. Yeah. And I feel like with Joe Biden, whether he whether he really accepts the accountability or not, I feel like mm-hmm. he's willing to listen to mm-hmm. the accountability. Same way yeah. with Kamala Trump ain't. <sighs> Y'all see what he just did? So Twitter had to Twitter. <sighs> Y'all don't never do nothing right, but y'all did something right with that one. Y'all suspended that man's account. They did. He got banned from Spotify.
1: He got banned from Pinterest.
0: How do you get banned from Spotify and Pinterest? You have to be doing the devil's work. <laughs> they, said, get- they said you're not going to repin no white supremacist white chocolate cookie. <laughs> you're not making no <laughs> podcast to go on Spotify. Spotify said, nope, not going to happen. Never. I said oh wow yeah what
1: that's you, funny
0: as you got banned from Pinterest bro Pinterest Pinterest you don't even know
1: what Pinterest is and he banned from it
0: Pinterest TikTok banned him before he could ban TikTok literally <laughs> like come on now bro. so that's where I am with the whole Joe Biden Kamala thing like no they weren't the best choice I really wanted Bernie y'all really let me down in the primaries I'm not even gonna lie to you and that's the other thing. People have the most to say, and it's like, okay, but who'd you vote
1: for in the primary? And they're like, what primary? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so like, I get it, but it's also like we have to, like, you. politics does require you to pay attention. And, absolutely. like, there's a certain aspect of it to where, like, there's there are certain people that are meant to be left out of the system. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't ever use these words against them because there are people who, like, The people who work 24-7, who are trying to take care of their four kids and, like, Mm -hmm. put a roof over their head, they're not sitting down and watching the news. And, like... They, they, they don't. They're not reading the newspaper and seeing what they're like. Who mm-hmm. the prime best primary ca- candidate is? Like they, they have bigger things to worry about. But the thing is, like there are people who have the full blown like power and responsibility to be able to like pay attention to the world around them, mm-hmm. and they choose not to. It's an active choice, that, and that's what that irritates me making.
0: about some people in our gen- especially in our generation. They do all this stuff on social media. Like, I actually got into an argument with somebody that I was really cool with in high school because they were just, they were just like, like going in on Trump. And in no way was I defending this, this mm-hmm. thing. I just want to put that out there. It was no way I was defending Trump. But they were like going in on Trump. And I was like, okay, did you vote? No, nah, I'm not, I'm not really into the voting thing. I feel like it don't matter. My, vo- my vote don't matter. So then you don't, you're not allowed to say nothing you're not allowed to say anything like i t- i used to tell my mom and daddy that i was like y'all complaining but didn't vote so what are you what are you complaining about you could have changed something like i don't understand yeah. and especially like it's
1: especially like these freaking white people that are like so on twitter they're like so pro revolution mm-hmm. like they're ready for the leftist movement and all this stuff and then it's like Oh yeah, but like I didn't. I sat at home and like I don't. I didn't even vote for like. Oh, you guys are voting for Joe Biden. Like oh, and then they'll be like full blown like Bernie supporters or whatever on Twitter. Mm-hmm. But then it's like no, nah, I didn't vote. Like you sound goofy. You sound real goofy. goofy. You sound real real goofy. But yeah, um, that's that was a tangent. I feel like, but <laughs>
0: it's okay. It's okay because cool oh, child child yeah yeah.
1: But yeah, it's like you said, it's about accountability Mm -hmm. and it's about being able, like, I, somebody, like, part of my job was that I would have to, like, call voters, ask them if they plan on voting, supporting our candidates and stuff like that and I had, came across this one man and he was like, well, tell me why, like, why should I vote for these people and Mm -hmm. it was when I was working in the Senate races Um, and I was like, it, it's about being able to have the conversation. Right. It's about being able to sit at the table and, and have the conversation, mm-hmm. Joe Biden at least, even if he's not perfect on every issue, even if he will go against stuff that we believe, he will do stuff we don't like. Mm-hmm. He, it's not a matter of if, but when. Like, he will do that right. stuff. Right. But it's about being able to actually communicate and hold those politicians accountable and have them know, the choices that I'm making,
0: mm-hmm. I will be
1: held accountable for. So let me think about that in the back of my mind. Right. And if... And if you can trust that, that a politician is doing that, then even the decisions you don't necessarily like, you can at least look at and say, I hope that they, there was a reason right. for this, you know. And some stuff probably will be inexcusable. Some stuff will piss us off. Some stuff he probably will do just to pander to Republicans because he's that kind of person. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be annoying when he does it and we should hold him accountable for and it. will. But... This is the thing. We have to put the pressure
0: on him for him to feel the pressure. Absolutely. That's how I felt about Barack Obama. Like, Barack was not, there is no, there has never been a perfect president. Operating within
1: this system, you You, won't be
0: perfect. Exactly. (laughs) Since the formation of the United States, starting with George Washington, there has never been a perfect president ever. Every president, all 44 and a half presidents, have effed up in some way. I'm sorry i just really do not count trump as a 44 president. and an occupant the <laughs> 44 and occupant and then 40, 40 Six, 45 20, and a half yeah <laughs> that's what i'm gonna call him 45 and a half there has never been a perfect president every president has effed up i everybody knows i love me some barack obama uncle barack that's mm-hmm. my friend whether he knows it or not that's my mm-hmm. friend there there was some stuff barack obama did in office and that i read about after he got off out of office that pissed me off like mm-hmm. Some stuff that I would never, ever excuse in life. But guess what? I still supported him. Mm-hmm. Because there was a lot of stuff that he did right, too. Mm-hmm. There was I'll, there was a lot of stuff that he looked out for marginalized groups in that I was like, yes, that's what I need. Trump didn't do that at all. Mm-hmm. So, And it also comes
1: down to, like, we really... I'm very excited that you're going to be a history teacher, just social studies in that's general, fun. because... We need civics education in this country. Absolutely. I mean, could go on for literally hours about how, honestly, that is the root of a lot of the issues that we see today. Like, we are living... The fact that we live in two different realities, like, that starts in our schools. Absolutely. I mean, and I... Both of us, we went to the same school district, not the same school, but we were around a lot of the same, like, types of people, I feel like. And I even... I we grew up with in such a diverse place, like so many different people—people people that look like you, people that don't. Mm-hmm. But even our the stuff we learned, yes, was whitewashed. It was until I got to college and started—or not necessarily college, but I would say it was until I started seeking out information on my, my
0: own—that
1: own mm-hmm. like some stuff really started to like come to light. And I was like, oh, like they really—I okay. <laughs> probably didn't learn that Christopher Columbus was bad till
0: I was like a sophomore in high school. Yeah, I think that was around the time that I learned because all this time I'm thinking... Maybe a junior. 1492. Right. Like, like I'm really thinking (laughs) dude like this something amazing. First of all, dude didn't even mean to come here. (laughs) Yeah, he was... Then was like (sighs) the head for like the entire genocide of Native Americans. Like... Yeah yeah so like and they just like don't tell us that and they then, just don't say that when it comes like nope he sailed the ocean blue literally <laughs> and then when it comes to our school district i have no problem calling them out because i don't go to school there no more what are y'all gonna do what are you gonna do rescind my diploma when it comes to lawrence township you called them out on it and then they have an attitude or they're like 50 percent of our students are
1: black and then you're like, okay. <laughs> and okay. they like weaponized yeah I do that is one thing that they do I feel like a lot which is like weaponized diversity Absolutely. in a way um because well, they have a lot of Republican I will still parents say, and teachers and and this is the thing uh, because I every, all my friends like a lot of my friends are talking about oh yeah like my A-push class like radicalized me like oh well. my A-push I'm class like, Mr. My, Barthel was terrible I'm like my A-push teachers walked in the first day and said the best president who ever 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 governed America was
0: Ronald Reagan. They fixed their mouths to say that on Girl, day one. Mr. Barthel liked Andrew Jackson. I knew it, <laughs> I knew it was downhill from there. Oh no. He said Andrew Jackson was one of the best presidents we had. I said, Oh, well, oh, I know no. how this I know how this school year is about to go. Uh. <laughs> That's so terrifying. <laughs> and like, then you have these,
1: these are the teachers teaching majority black students. Absolutely. And it's like Okay,
0: well, no wonder we don't know anything. <laughs> literally. Literally. And, like, I really hope that none of my students, my future students' parents are conservative. Radicalize them. Because they don't hate me. <laughs> they don't Yeah, hate you're going to be
1: the A-push teacher that radicalizes the I'm about to be students.
0: reported to the school board every other semester. Y'all going to hate me. And that's okay. <laughs> that's okay because, look, I refuse to to be the teacher and for it to be on my conscience that my students left my classroom having learned nothing about the country that they actually live yeah. in. That's not going to be on my conscience, baby. Sorry. Yeah. If your child is racist, I'm not going to be the reason why. You're going to learn about white supremacy and if it makes it uh, makes you uncomfortable, skip class. It ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah. We're going to talk about it in my class. like, And then, I mean... With me, I don't want to just stay on the teaching. Like I don't want to just teach for the rest of my life because what I want to go to grad school for, and that's why I want to go to Howard's, because Howard has a really good dual program in their master's program for political science and higher education. Because what I want to do one day is get out into the political side of education and work within the public school system because... Mm -hmm. Y'all don't for public school and being predominantly black and brown. Y'all don't do enough for these children, mm-hmm. which is how they tar- start turning to crime, which is how they start yeah. turning to these other alternatives other than schooling because y'all don't do enough for them when they're young. And families and families, literally, that's the
1: thing. Like schools need to be like full blown community centers. Yes. I am like I'm I agree of that belief. Like I agree. you should be able to go there. You mom, dad, brother, sister should be able to go to your school to get a hot meal if you need one. I agree. Like, and i mean to a certain extent a lot of the, they like will try i mean i know like we had food pantries and stuff like that but there's i mean but wh- that I just think, goes back i think to- probably like 47 almost half of the students at lawrence north were on free and reduced
0: lunch i definitely was at lawrence central i definitely was on free yeah, and reduced yeah and lunch. so it's
1: like <laughs> it's like we have to think of solutions that are at the scale of the problems like having these students go in and grab some canned foods like, twice a week. I'm that? sure I'm sure that's, like, helpful in the moment mm-hmm. and stuff, but, like, let's start to think about how we can address, and, I mean, to a certain extent, the schools themselves can't do that. And that, that just goes back to money. our government and goes exactly. back to that
0: funding, like, exactly. what are y'all doing on the large scale? And that's yep. why I want to go into politics, is because stuff like that needs to be done, and it needs to be done on a larger scale, so catch me running for U.S. Secretary of Education by the time I'm 50. Period. And that's on my five educated founders. And that's on period. After you radicalize a generation of students. Period. (laughs) Period. (laughs) Y'all gonna know about me. (laughs) Period. Shoot. Um, Getting off the politics and going into another section of 2021. Let's talk about love. (laughs) What is my love life? Non-existent. No, but um, I I said when I came into 2021 that men <laughs> were going to be the last of my focus. Just because I felt like I spent 2020, and for some of y'all, y'all know exactly what the heck I'm talking about and who the heck I'm talking about, I spent a lot of 2020 focused on whether or not you know, the opposite sex like me, whether or not they found me attractive, that I found myself down in myself a lot. And like, mm-hmm. no need, no mean to be cocky or whatever. But I'm bomb. The heck? I'm fine. I'm beautiful. And I'm funny as I don't know what. Um. So this year, I said that when it came to love and my love life, I was gonna be my own significant other. Like, I, I actually had a conversation with God, and I was just like, when you are ready for me, and I'm young, I'm 21, like, I have my so whole, young. I have my whole life ahead of me, but I had a conversation with God, I was like, when you are ready, and you feel like I am ready, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, physically, ready to have someone in my life, you're gonna send them to me. Until then, we're gonna be our own significant other, okay? We're gonna go on dates, we gonna, we're gonna buy yourself stuff, okay? Yeah, period. So yeah we're gonna go we're gonna thank you like i'm here for that i spent a lot of time like even prior to last year i spent a lot of time like really trying to get somebody to like me that i accepted whatever came into my life Mm -hmm. um and that's not okay it's not okay it's not healthy at all so that's where we at with my love life that's where we at with love in 2021 we're loving ourselves period Period. But what about you, sister? I'm, you know, I'm the same. I literally have
1: spent the last, since I started working this election, like May, I fully have not been able to focus on anything, I felt that. including myself. So to a certain extent, I feel like I have to like figure out who I am again. Not mm. to be like dramatic, but no, like, no, I understand. I literally worked 70 hours a week from May <sighs> until just like a week ago. It's and so, month. Yeah, so I was just like, I I am organizer. Like that's all I can think of. You know, like I'm like have, wake up, make call, I don't <laughs> like, have time go for to sleep. love. literally go to sleep, wake up, elect Joe Biden. Like literally, <laughs> literally, literally. That's all that that was my love life for pretty much 2020. And honestly, it wasn't it wasn't bad for me because it showed me also that like you can ha- like I can have a main focus outside yes. of like. Yeah, that, and I feel like for a really long time, like, my relationship status and my relationship was always, like, the forefront of my life. hmm And I just don't think, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be more balanced about everything. Like, mm-hmm. I would say I'm not, I'm not, like, writing anything off, but I'm just trying to find more balance. I'm trying to be able to balance, like, time with myself and, like, time, like, making myself a better professionally yeah. and, like time making myself better as like a significant other or whatever like I'm trying to equalize those a little bit mm-hmm. more because it definitely was like it, from one extreme to the other yeah you know and with school to a certain extent and then um even with Z- with Zeta for a little bit like it was it was getting to like where I kind of was with work to where it was like mm-hmm. that's it that's all I can focus on like get especially towards graduation I was like I had this capstone project. I'm like,
0: get me out of this. Girl, I'm ready remember to go. I me- <laughs> I was, I was stressed. And, uh, honestly, but, I was having this conversation with my cousin and she was like, what is your love life? You know, you. I don't know what it is with older black people, but they feel, I feel like once you turn like 18, it's like, get married, have kids. Yeah. Find a house in the suburbs. Especially
1: once you get over like 20, once you get in your 20s. Girl,
0: right? my 90 year old auntie called me an old mm-hmm. maid. I said, I'm 21. <laughs> She's like, by the time I was eighteen, I was on my second child. Oh, like, okay, that was your life decision that I got. Girl, I'm still trying to get that out don't of undergrad. Have to do with me, I'm still trying to get out of undergrad. We still trying to
1: like. What? That's what I'm saying. Like, and that's my thing. Until I feel like until I can like get out of grad school, get in a career that I'm comfortable with, mm-hmm. like. I ain't got the time at, to be, all. at least not to make that like the number one focus because for, like, I that cannot be my number one literally it just can't because it can't. I don't
0: know about y'all but I'm, I want my career first because I refuse refuse to depend on a man to provide for me financially period yeah. so if I'm 40 and still gotta be by myself until I find somebody no that facts. is meeting me at the same level baby we just gonna be 40 yep we don't, that's a, we don't that's be 40 where, that's where i'm at with it i could be
1: literally 40 years old with my two cats <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> literally with my dog named rudolph uh, Chilling. Like, i will be honestly chilling chilling like chilling. no and that's how i am now like i've realized like i can be okay and be single like girl i love being ashy in my bed <laughs> with my with my fuzzy blanket watching law and order s v u and playing the sims and not worried about if somebody's cheating on me or not like it's great, so yeah we great over here we great over here i will say that like last year like i saw a lot of my friends like and this now in retrospect it's like if that's what y'all want to do that's great for y'all and i love that for y'all i don't in no way want y'all to think that i'm bashing you but i saw a lot of my friends like getting married and starting their families like it was like wow no it definitely must be freaking nice and then i had to remember
1: perspective for me and
0: then i had to remember bro because i wasn't even 21 at the time i was like bro you're 20 (laughs) you're twenty.
1: You're a kid you're a kid you're yeah.
0: literally Li- kid. no literally it's you're okay. still a child yeah like, you're, you're still, still a child a you have your whole life ahead of you to do that
1: and the thing that makes me honestly nothing makes me feel older than my oldest nephew because he's 16 now mm-hmm. and i'm like uh, 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 uh. 16. so like even when he makes me feel old though i'm like i he makes me feel young at the same time because mm-hmm. he's a sophomore in high school and so we'll just like talk about school or whatever and i'm like Oh, I feel like this was yesterday. Like, I was just walking the whole aisle and, like, whatever. And then to know that, like, those same people are, like, buying houses and having kids and getting Girl, married and all so of this stuff. there's
0: so many people from like, class of 2018 that are just, like, parents. And I'm just like, I can barely afford to take care of myself. So, kudos to you. Kudos to you. Kudos. we over here you. in credit card debt and you got... Baby to eighteen years old, did no. So. One
1: of my very best friends is married and got married when we were both, I think, twenty. I was like a, sh- a month shy of twenty-one, and I was her maid of honor. And I mean, they've they were dating since like probably freshman year of high school i'm super Mm -hmm. happy for them and i love them both and all of that but it was just like me could never (laughs) couldn't be love it for them could not be me (laughs) if you love it i like it (laughs) won't be my decision it's just not it's not me and i loved being in her wedding and it was beautiful and i love both of them love them together i'll be a bridesmaid (laughs) won't be no and honestly i'm kind of at the point now where i'm like can one of my really like close friends like have a kid because I really want to be a TT again. Honestly, <laughs> this
0: goes out to Anika and Arlen if you're listening. God parent me ASAP. That's This is all to all the blue and white that has a significant other. I want one of y'all to have I'm a child. I'm just saying
1: if anybody decides to or happens to literally <laughs> get pregnant Send me your Amazon wish list. Like hey, I wanna, I got I wanna
0: diapers. Help out. I wanna, I wanna babysit. it's baby not gonna happen. But I got you <laughs> on the diapers and in, in the clothes. I got you. Don't ask me to babysit. Um, but yeah, shout out the blue and white. If y'all, I need one of y'all, one of y'all, because a lot of y'all Somebody. are in relationships. T, child. ASAP. Before twenty, before 2021 is Auntie over. seeing me. Before 2021 is over. I want a baby. I want a baby. I don't care who has to do it. Who has to take one for the team. Who has to take one for the fam. I, I need a baby. ASAP. You and white. You have a task. You have until. Make it happen. You literally. It happen. You have until the end of December. You have less than 12 months now. You have about 11 months. I want, I want a baby. Make it happen. I want a little blue baby. Period. <laughs> a little blue baby. <laughs> a little blue baby. I want a little, little blue baby. baby. Period. Little, little baby. Period. I me want. Too. I need a godchild because Kinsley, y'all. Yeah, for those of y'all who know me and are on my Snapchat, Kinsley, my little four year old cousin. That child is four going on forty. I. I can't <laughs> be around. I kid you not. Thanksgiving Day, she came over and she went into the kitchen. She was like, "Wait a minute, Chelsea, did your mom clean this kitchen?" I said, "Yeah." She was like, "Ah, oh, because it was dirty last time I came over here." <laughs> she talked too much. Entirely too much. <laughs> like. Her sent. I feel like her sentence structure should not be that good at four years old because that, I was just blown away. So, yeah, I need a baby that doesn't talk.
1: <laughs> no, that reminds me of one of my really good friends in um, Milwaukee. Her like she has this little cousin who does <laughs> the same thing. Like we were at her house and she was like, um, <laughs> she was like, my dad sleeps on the couch because he uh, <laughs> because he broke my bed and she, we're, like, we're like, okay. Wait, why was he like, sleeping in your bed? Because they, her mama and
0: him, don't sleep together. Oh wow! Again,
1: See, just giving up too much information. That's like, another
0: reason why I switch from primary education to secondary education. Because look, kids talk too much. Like <laughs> they have no filter on their mouth. They will tell they business, they mama business, they daddy business. Like. <laughs>
1: Little
0: girl, I was Also went to, like you can cuss in secondary. Yet. I know. I can, <laughs> you can just be say cussing what's on at my mom. Yeah, you can be cussing at a little kid. Like bunch I went cubes. to go help at this daycare one time. Little girl said, My daddy has a girlfriend. <laughs> so okay. But he's married. And you're like, I don't think that, that was any of my business. Like, go play. <laughs> We're your friends. Like. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, look, kids. Filters. So, back to blue and white, because <laughs> y'all thought y'all, y'all thought I went away from it. I need a baby that doesn't talk <laughs> ASAP. Y'all dogs, y'all animals don't count. They're cute, but they don't count. They don't count. Also, to my sisters, like, I know Jada ain't going to do it, but <laughs> if one of y'all want to take one for the team, that would be great. I would love to be an auntie. That would be great. Great. Um, Yeah. So, that. So... Our last topic, because (laughs) don't want this to be too long, is mental health for twenty twenty one. Period. And I'm gonna let you start. Um, I feel like I've been starting the conversations. (laughs) (laughs) So, just like, what do we, what do we envision for our mental health? Yeah, what what are we working on?
1: Um, I'm just again balance. I think like trying to um, like find the time to like nurture like my mind and Mm -hmm. like. Just like take time for myself. Um, I think like self care is such a cheesy term because it just gets thrown around a lot, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Oh, you know, self care, like do a face mask, like right. take a bubble bath." And it's not that That's simple. Not the same I thing. wish it was that simple. Right. I wish you could just soak your cares away. But like, I mean, sometimes that do- that stuff does help. Don't it get is. me wrong. It does. But it doesn't help because you're like in the tub. It helps because you can like take the time and mm-hmm. just like care for yourself. Um, so. I'm trying to do that in, like, just different ways, like, working out more and reading more. Mm-hmm. That's, like, a big one for me. I want to read um, a lot more. I really like James Baldwin. And now that I'm He's unemployed for a few months, I think I'm going to read some James Baldwin. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think I'm just, again, trying to find, like, a balance mm-hmm. of, like, working on myself. But, yeah. Yeah.
0: I know for me, um, accepting that everything is not going to go the way I planned it, I've been doing that since I was young. Like, just planning out how I felt like my life was going to go. And let me tell you, the plan I had at 18... (laughs) Off the Not even on the same notebook page, like, at all. Like, we in a whole different notebook. We not even... Girl, I said by 21... I was going to be done with college? No. I was going to be in law school at Columbia. That's not going to happen <laughs> the heck. First of all, we're poor. That's number 1. And Columbia's Ivy League. I don't have money for that. Um number 2, not even a law, not even a law major anymore. Um so, yeah, I was going to be in law school at Columbia um I was gonna be in a relationship by then with a the dog. Like I had a whole plan for myself at eighteen. I wasn't even supposed to be in the state, mind you. Like I had a whole plan for myself, and yeah, none of that happened at all. Yeah, not one thing on that list happened. Um, but you know what? I'm I'm thankful. I'm thankful, honestly. I am. Um, so like accepting that my life is not gonna go the way I planned it and being okay with that. Um, also learning how to cut people off and not being bitter about it. Mm-hmm. And I had to do a lot of that last year, be it because of the Black Lives Matter stuff or just because we had grown apart or just because there was some stuff I saw the way people was moving and I just did not like it. Mm-hmm. Um, So I had to cut a lot of people off and it, and it hurt. There was like a friendship. I had fit, like 10 year friendship and I had to snip it. And like friendship breakups mm-hmm. are like, the same thing is, yeah. like, relationship romantic breakups. Like, right? Yeah. Like, they hurt, especially when they've been for so long and you mm-hmm. just, like, have to snip those. Like, that, like, having to, having to cut that individual off hurt, like, that was a different type of pain. Um, So, like, ha- cutting, like, not, and I won't even say, like, because I feel like cutting them off, that's so harsh. Yeah. But, like, you know, just growing apart from people mm-hmm. and, like, not being bitter towards those people. Because... Um, no love lost. Like, love you. Want to see you win. We just can't win together. Yeah. That's okay. I'm not going to
1: spend my energy on you. Literally. That's okay. Um, <laughs> Protect your peace. L- protecting.
0: <laughs> and that's another thing. Protecting my peace. Um, and realizing that my peace is priceless. So. yeah, pr- Protecting that. Um, I'm still going to therapy. Love that for me. I just finished up anger management. I finished up in December. Um, A lot of people did not know that. Yeah. I, I went to anger management. I had to. I had to. Um, because there was a lot of stuff that just transpired in 2020 that I was just like, I need help, um, and admitting, and I'm going to do more of that this year is admitting that I need help because I've always been the type of person that if I don't have to ask for help, I'm not going to do it because I, that's just how I was raised because mm-hmm. you never want people to throw that back in your face, um, And, yeah, I was that type of person. I don't want to ask for help because I don't want somebody to throw it in my face that I needed help. So I'm not going to do it. But learning how to admit when I need help and being okay with knowing that I need help. Um, And also allowing myself to be vulnerable to the people that love me. Because I don't do that enough. Like, I always try to put on this hard exterior shell but somehow, someway, I've became very emotional the last couple of years. And honestly, I blame y'all. I blame y'all for the reason why. Because prior to meeting my L.S.'s, I was not...
1: This, I've been crying since y'all met, me.
0: y'all met me. I was not this emotional <laughs> human being. Like, I just didn't... Like, growing up, my daddy was like, unless you are getting whooped or somebody is dying or you're praising the Lord, what are you crying for? And so, I've just never been the type of person to cry unless I was very, very angry. And if you saw me crying and I was angry, run. (laughs) Because I was pissed off. I was about to be ready to fight somebody. But then, I, like, met my LSs. And, like, I'm actually the crybaby of our group. (laughs) And I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I was never a crier until I met them. So, I blame them for the reason why I'm so emotional. Um, But even with that, just allowing myself to be okay with my emotions and allowing myself to be more vulnerable with people like not having to always put on this little tough shell like i'm just the baddest thing walking when i'm only four eleven. um so yeah that's that's where i'm at with my mental health and i've been journaling more and that that has been i want to start doing that it is so great like i never like found such a peace until i started journaling and it was just like putting all of my emotions down on paper and then just leaving it there so like i love journaling love it yeah. I want to start doing that too. And also, just even
1: like chronicling my days. Mm-hmm. Like, not even anything crazy, but just being like, I did this today. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I did. Because I'm like terrified that I'm just not going to remember anything. No, this literally. Is a, this is a side note. But like, when I'm older, like, I'm very terrified of not remembering anything.
0: I feel like when it comes to 2020, I'll probably, <gasps> uh, yeah, I'll be like, this, it was, I'll be yeah, like, gross, my brain, my my brain blocked it out. <laughs> it was 87 years ago. Just, uh, uh lord 2020 they it did that. it really did that to us right <laughs> like you know i i, I really haven't done that. everything right, in my life perfect but like nobody deserved 2020 nobody like 2020 was just tumultuous
1: for no reason for either.
0: no reason in so many ways <laughs> just for so many people trash Um, but that is it for this episode. Um, I want to thank my sister for joining me. Yay, thank you for having me. Of course, of course. This will not be the last time you hear her. Not at all. On this episode. Um, but... She does have her own podcast, if you want to talk about that for a minute. Yes, so me and one of my
1: uh, really good friends, who I actually met out in D.C., but we've worked together on a couple of campaigns now. um, We started a podcast called Black Girl Politics Podcast, and we're on Twitter and Instagram. Um, On Instagram is at BGP pod and that's the easiest way to find us, I feel like. But yeah, you can find us on uh Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever, wherever you get your podcast pretty much. And uh we just kind of go through like different topics. We talk a, like we talk about a lot, but that's because like everything in life mm-hmm. is political. <laughs> it, everything it is just, a lot. It, it winds up being that way. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, but check us out. Yeah. We
0: would love for you to follow us listen to us they be dropping knowledge we try they be dropping knowledge so please really be ranting (laughs) but be dropping knowledge (laughs) while you be doing it so period um so yeah definitely check them out um i don't want to hold y'all for too much longer once again happy founders day to my source be founders make sure y'all turn it up because tonight we about to look cute period and that's on period and that's on Arizona now um but that is it for this episode y'all stay happy stay healthy happy new year and that as always is how Chelsea sees it peace y'all